Attention, please be advised. The following episode contains spoilers. Don't say we didn't warn you. Man, I really want to think about that. And I was like, well, we'll have to find out two years from now. And then I was like, they're going to do it. They're going to do it. Nerd on. What is everybody? Welcome to Nerd on the podcast you didn't need but deserve. Where all level of nerd are welcome, whether you're ready to join our nerdy family or not quite yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And today we're traveling to the Rock of Eternity to talk about the world's mightiest mortal, Shazam. The Shazam! La- <laughs> the latest installment in the DCEU. Uh, but first, let's uh, introduce our host of the evening or the day of the morning, wherever you're listening to this. My Just name is Tom. Host. Ali. Caitlin. Corey. And I'm Josh. And this episode is brought to you in part by our patrons over at Patreon. Patreon. If you are new to Patreon, essentially it is a membership service in which you can support your favorite creators like, I don't know, Nerd On. And by supporting them, you get all sorts of goodies like uh, bonus episodes, Discord server, which is hopping all the time. You get to talk to us and other fans, all sorts of other goodies. But you can check that out at nerdon.io backslash Patreon. Mm, that wow. custom linkage. Yeah. Mm, I love branded links. All right. <laughs> and with that, it brings us Delicious. to our first segment. Uh, since this is a complete uh, yeah. form of work, we're going to rate it at the end of one to five, but that means we get to guess that grump. That means back to being a boy again. All right. And the superhero movie. If you are new to the show, guess that grump is a segment where at the end, we're going to rate our one out of five, one one being the lowest, five being the highest, and all of all of us, we're gonna ra- give our numbers. And no matter how high the number is, if you're the lowest in the group, you are the grump of the week. Right. We encourage mm-hmm. everyone at home to play along. Send us who you thought would have been the grump, and also what's your number at one out of five of this film, yes. Shazam. Yep. And since I explain, I will go first, and I think the grump is going to be Ollie. <laughs> wow. All right. Oh, you look straight mm-hmm. at Caitlin. Um, went, that was, did the old Ollie. threw me off a lot. Yeah. Ollie, your guess. My guess for who will like Shazam the least is going to be. I'm wearing a Batman shirt. This one's tough (laughs) because I actually don't really have a pulse on this. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go with Caitlin. Why? Why (laughs) I'm picking wrong, apparently. Joshua? Yeah, I was going to go for Caitlin as well. Wow. Wow. Caitlin, who are you going to go for? I'm going to go for Corey. Wow. Oh, man. I'm going to go for uh, Josh. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. So, So, Tom, actually, I want to go for Ollie. Okay, two on Ollie, two two on Caitlin, one on Corey. Wow. So, that means Josh and myself will go first. Yeah, actually, I'll take note on those real quick just so we keep track. Take a little note. Um, Mm -hmm. Just because it's so shocking that Tom's not picked at all. I know. Uh, it's a DC movie, so I'm yeah, going to rate it higher anyways. Yeah. Uh, but with that, it brings us to our complete spoiler of who we think the, gr- the grump is going to be, to our initial reactions. Also known as first impression. Uh, with that, whatever you like. Uh, t- let's talk about it. What do we think when we went to the movie? Josh, go ahead. Josh, go ahead. Josh, um, I, was, I was very excited about this movie um, from the trailers. Um, More excited about it than Shazam- uh, Aquaman. Yeah. Yeah. I... Uh, I don't know. Interesting. <laughs> anyway, um, I, like I saw the trailer for this, and I was excited because I'm a sucker for a comedy. I'm a sucker for a goofy movie. 
I mean, <laughs> I like the Goofy movie. Um, <laughs> that's but, that's a uh, crusty. Yeah, um, but I'm I'm a sucker. I mean, this is essentially just. I mean, this is the movie big from the '80s with uh, superheroes. Tom Hanks, baby. Even yeah. with a fucking piano on the ground. Yeah, yeah. 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 I was like, so happy to it's see. It's like, good. Cue the um, you know, the sparkle when they go. So, and I when that started happening, I was like, Are they gonna do it? Are they gonna? They're not going to. But wouldn't it be interesting if they accidentally did like in a fight? It was a good knot. It was a really good knot. It was like wink. Um, but yeah, I walked out of it going, that was fun. That was. It was fun. It was a popcorn flick. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh, my Caitlin? You should go next. Okay, okay I'm going to go next. Uh, DC movies, I'm always excited to watch them, uh, and I'm excited to see them come out. Uh, seeing the trailer compared to the other DC films, like there was so much more positive reaction towards this, so it's like, cool. I lo- people like the thing that I actually like now. Um, but second- wow. Yay, I'm finally cool. <laughs> oh, no, it's like, cool, I'm not the minority anymore. Um, Guys, guys, Um But also, like, I've we've never seen a Shazam, uh, you know, treated with this amount of product uh, production value, and plus, like, there is a long-lasting history. Product placement. No, there is a long-lasting history <laughs> between you. DC and Fawcett publications of like this history of Shazam, which we'll talk about probably in a little bit later. But it's it's just great to give it that full treatment. You know that it's going to be you know, taken care of in a good way. And plus, David Sandberg, Pony Smasher, I fucking love him. Yeah, we'll talk about it a little bit more too. So yeah, I, I was super excited to watch it and I'm just super glad that like it had a real, it, it, it did a lot for what they were going for. I was like, how yeah. are they, they're, they're going to do so much. They did so much yeah. in a movie. So I would like to point out that I think it's dope that he liked your tweet. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, nice. like, Celebrity shout out. Yeah. 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 Nice. Uh, yeah. For me, I was pretty stoked. I am of, of the camp of I've been along with I think Warner Brothers figuring out how I feel about their their DC uh, universe. And uh, the last couple films, including uh, Wonder Woman, Aquaman, and now this, have really set a tone that I'm happy with. Yeah. And makes me really excited for the future of the DCEU. Yeah. Um, I think this hit a lot of good notes. I think it's a step in the right direction for. The entire franchise of of DC Comics and, and the movies that they're making. I think uh, Zachary Levi knocked it out of the park. I'm a huge yeah. fan of mm-hmm. Mark Strong, so I went oh, in yeah. with some good baggage already, yeah. uh, and he did not disappoint, of course. Um, it and feels like the, they're and, making their stride with these, like the the recent DC films. Like it's like, okay, they're yeah. like figuring out their voice. Well, I think it's just their own they're world. they're trusting that the characters on their own are strong enough. Well, yeah. and the cool thing too is like you could tell. And every single director has their own tone. Yeah. And they mm-hmm. don't necessarily shake hands with each other, but each cre- each director has their own mark, their own message, but it still feels like it's in the same world. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And I really think cool. uh, I think the supporting cast was phenomenal as well. Yeah. Um, I think I mean Darla was great, but the the foster parents as well as like um, Jack Dylan Grazer, Grazer, Grazer yeah. uh, mm-hmm. from It. Yeah. As Freddie was fantastic, um, so I, I walked out really happy. I, I was I was uh, pu- uh, pumped from the trailers, yeah, but like left even more so. Mm. Good, Caitlin. I like the movie. <laughs> <laughs> of course you do. There I you like Fish's well, Amy. Okay, so I, I I saw the trailers for it, and I think the first time I saw a trailer for it was going in to watch some other movie. Aquaman, probably. I think so. And uh, my friend who was with me was very skeptical of DC. So they were like, I'm not going to see this. I'm not going to let DC trick me out of my money yet wow. again after Aquaman. Yeah, that's, okay. how you, that's how you they didn't, you know, they didn't like it. Things. No, yeah. After Aquaman? No. Yeah. They oh. weren't fond of it, which is fine. Um, to each their own. 
But I yeah, saw this trailer. Be wrong. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> wow. Uh, but but I saw the trailer. And was like, oh, this is so much of my jam because yeah. it's gonna be like all oh, the cool superhero, all that neat stuff. But it's like from the perspective of a kid, which, which yeah. don't know if you guys know, but I kind of approach my life like yeah, yeah. I'm a child, yeah. <laughs> kind of sort of yes. Um, so when I saw that, and this also kind of harkens back to. A lot of the movies that I watched growing up, which was, I don't know how else to classify this, but like kids on adventures in peril, but like actual real world peril. Which is what David Sandberg wanted to do. He said he wanted to make this like Goonies, Gremlins. And and, he did a great job, which I'll... It's got a a mix of a couple different of those movies, I think, Mm -hmm. at different points. Which is great. Goonies for sure. I went in with, as you said, good baggage, and then I came out being like, oh, this was even better than I thought it was yeah. going to be. So I was mm-hmm. happily pleased with the movie. Very good. Um, so I went in uh, with pretty, I wouldn't say low expectations, but it was, low. I had essentially written it off. Like I probably would not have seen it in theaters, like on my own volition. Right. And my to vote. be completely transparent. <laughs> and my vote. Um, as you know, as Tom knows, uh, they're doesn't not, have Batman. Uh, they're so not my. Sca- doesn't have Batman, and they're not my favorite flavor of um, superhero, superhero movies. Mm. I think they're the only other flavor, and so you have to pick one. So there you go. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's like they're yeah. the only ones competing right now. Yeah. Um, so There's I went no in, strawberry. It's just chocolate but, or vanilla. But going to the theater because I saw this with my brother. Uh, shout so, out to your brother. Shout out to my brother. Uh, so going to it, I was like, I told him, I was like, you know what? I'm not gonna have any baggage going in. I'm just gonna go and try to have fun with this movie. And I was really surprised of how good this movie is. Yay! Wow, like, wait a minute. You dropped your expectations and then went and saw a movie? Wow. Yeah, it's right. not like we've been talking about this for a long time. <laughs> no, I've done that before. <laughs> I did that with Aquaman and still had issues with it. Um, sure. This movie, I think, is how you tell a superhero movie. It's how you tell a relationship movie. It's how you tell... It's how you make a film, in my opinion. That's my first impression, is that, like, I liked the way this film was put together. Are you mm-hmm. saying you surprised. liked the, the movie. movie? I liked the movie. There you yes. go. Uh, to go back to the Twitter, that uh, the tweet that David Sandberg said, he said, I want to make this like Goonies, Ghostbusters, and Goonie, uh, and uh, Gremlins. Only movies go. with Gs. Yep. <laughs> nice. Kazam! Three Gs. Kazam! I can talk a little bit about the uh, production. Please do. Uh, if you want to talk about like lore and history. Well, let's do some brief synopsis first. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, so, uh, brief synopsis of the film. Spoilers, uh, as you heard before. Please go watch it first. Uh, we start out with uh, Thad Savannah as a child who gets chosen to go to the Rock of Eternity where the wizard Shazam says, hey, you, I need a successor because, you know, my powers are going away. There's a seven deadly sins who will be the main antagonist of the film. Uh, and they tempt him to get this, uh, uh, this power eye thing to get the power of the seven deadly sins. He fails the worthiness test from Shazam and then forever sets on this mission to find the Rock of Eternity, which is the home of all magic in the DC universe. Now, present day, we follow Billy Batson, who tricks some cops in Aladdin style to find his mother. He's been on a journey to find his mom uh, because he's an orphan and he the, his trail runs dry. He ends up going back to his uh, foster handler and he goes into a group home. 
his handler. Yeah. And uh, in the group <laughs> home, we meet uh, his, his foster family, uh, where we'll see Eugene, uh, Freddie, Pedro. Pedro, Mary, and Darla. Uh, but also by two loving uh, parents who are also foster parents. He goes to school. Foster he, kids. Foster kids. He goes to school. He befriends, or Freddie tries to befriend him. Freddie's a fanboy of superhero stuff, has a bunch of superhero memorabilia. And then Freddie, uh, Billy, defends Freddie after some bullies that we saw in the trailer, finds himself in the Rock of Eternity, chosen by Shazam. Right after the events of an, an older Dr. Savannah who now has the Seven Deadly Sins eyeball um, and Shazam, the wizard, Diamond Hansu, uh, has no other choice but to give Billy the powers. He gives him some plot device uh, exposition as well as uh, tips how to defeat the Seven Deadly Sins. Yeah. Hilarity and superpowers ensue. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> development. Ensues. And Dr. Zavanna, as well as Billy as the world's mightiest hero, Shazam, butt heads, they fight. Uh, Billy ends up finding out who his real, his real mother is to a very sad conclusion. Um, and he realizes his true family is the foster family that took him in. And he has to go and save Darla and the rest. And they all ends up at a fight in a carnival where he learns the true meaning of the seven thrones, uh, the Rock of Eternity that Shazam wanted to fill with his brothers and sisters. He gets Shazam's staff and then bestows upon his foster families the power of Shazam, and thus giving us the Shazam family. Mm-hmm. Fighting against Shazam-ly. each- Shazamly. I was yeah. gonna say that. Jesus. <laughs> you beat me to it. F- yes. um, giving us uh, a paired up fight between each of the kids with their own seven deadly sin to the point where he, um, Persuades or manipulates Dr. Savannah to manipulates. yeah manipulates Dr. Savannah to release his last deadly sin. I would almost say he manipulates the deadly sin. The deadly yeah. sin. To yeah. leave Savannah to you know the Achilles heel, the thing that we need to do to figure to, to beat the bad guy. And mm-hmm. he's renowned as a hero, and people of Philadelphia love him. Uh, to where we get a very nice but almost perfect cameo of Superman at the very end. Mm-hmm. Almost perfect. Almost perfect. Yeah. Um But yeah, that's it. Yeah. It's great. Cool. That was well Yay. done, man. That was like a minute and a half. I'm, I'm yeah. very powerful at that. <laughs> um, wow. So it was uh, distributed by New Line, Warner Brothers. Uh, the director, David Sandberg, or Pony Smasher, as some of you may know, he did the uh, first Rose to Fame with the Lights Out short, which if you haven't checked out and you're not too afraid, oh, no, it's no, one no, of the no, scariest no. short films I I've ever seen I already know what it is and I can't well look at it. I went on to do the feature and Annabelle Creation, which I thought was actually a really fun film. Uh, producer uh, Peter Safran he first produced Rocket Man Scary Movie um, Sean Gunn uh, wait, what, what is this? Uh, a TV series I don't know what that one is with, called PG Porn oh with James and Sean Gunn got it oh. The Conjuring <laughs> oh. series Aquaman uh, and is slated for Suicide Squad Annabelle Comes Home Crooked Man and The Conjuring 3 which I'm excited for pretty much all of those mm-hmm. like I don't think there's one on the list that I'm not stoked for uh, screenplay was by he- uh, Henry Gaden um, started. started out as a miscellaneous crew on Spider-Man 3 which I didn't know about so like do you know exactly what, what place he was probably an assistant to somebody because I'm technically on my IMDB I'm miscellaneous crew for a movie so I'm like oh on Suicide Squad I think oh okay there you go <laughs> uh, and then all he's done is Earth uh, Earth to Echo and then Shazam, Shazam. so not, not much as a screenwriter but like really good stuff mm-hmm. but Darren Lemke Darren Lemke on the other hand Shrek Forever After Jack the Giant Slayer Turbo Goosebumps 1 and 2 so Sharing, sharing the burden just a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shazam was created by Bill Parker and CeCe Beck. Cast as Zachary Levi as the titular role. Uh, he was in Chuck, Thor 2, Tangled as Flynn Rider, who, shout out to my wife, that's one of her favorite animated films of all time. Uh, I heard, is it one of yours as well? This one, yeah. Besides, besides Frozen. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we have uh, Mark Strong, who's one of my personal favorites from things like Rock and Roll, but also Kingsman, Green Lantern, uh, Intimidation Game, or Imitation <laughs> Game. <laughs> that's, that's a joke from one of our 
sketch series is an oh. imitation game. Uh, Asher Angel as the young Billy uh, Batson, who I thought, for me, perfectly cast looked Love. like yeah. the kid, how I envisioned him in the comics mm-hmm. in the animated series. Yeah. Jack Dylan Grazer from It, Chapter 1, and hopefully Chapter 2 he a little bit as well, because uh, I think he stole the show. And I also want to give a shout-out to Jaiman Hanzu yeah. as Shazam, because yeah. I'm a fanboy of his. Yeah. Uh, the runtime is 132 minutes. Was released April fifth, so we're still in the first weekend of it right now. Budget was a hundred million, and it grossed one hundred fifty-eight point eight mil in the first weekend. Wow! Yep, domestic fine. only. Domestic it's only. Crazy. Yeah. So it's. I mean, it's, and it's doing okay. Currently, so. this is the Sunday after it came out. Critic is ninety-one percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Audience is ninety. Wow. Very even. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. All People right. like it. How'd I do, Tom? Yeah, you did you great. Were. Thank you. That was my first time doing the production. Good I appreciate job. it. Thanks for watching. <laughs> That's it, as always. As always, Corian. <laughs> but with that, a small thing. I know Josh has a little bit of a of a list he has going on as well. But I mean, I think it just serves a, uh, to talk about. We've talked about horror directors multiple times yes, on this, yeah. and how Peter Jackson uh, to Sam Raimi with Spider Man, uh, and now we're seeing this recent slew of DC directors who are coming in. James Wan, who did the Conjuring series, now David Sandberg who also did the Conjuring series, Annabelle, coming in to do these things. It's just holds some merit that we should just, like, just shout it out, that director, <laughs> horror directors. What did you do before? Horror? Cool, yeah, it's, here's it's my It's an money. epiphany that happened yeah. to me over the last year. Yeah. That I'm just like, man, horror directors, who are usually so used to working with so little. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And have, like, how do I make what looks like a $100, $100 million budget movie out of $10 million? How do I do this? Uh, and then you give them $100 million and see what they can do, and it's phenomenal. Another yeah. observation that I have kind of in the same line is comedic directors moving to horror, mm-hmm. like Jordan Peele. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like there's something that they know the beats. can be translated. Or even, even dramas, like um, uh, who Adam, did McKay. Vice? Adam McKay, who did yeah. Vice, um, from Step Brothers. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? Yeah. Uh, for me, a personal thing is uh, I discovered... David Sandberg because of a friend Scott Nopolis shout out to you boy because uh, he showed me the YouTube channel for Pony Smasher where he created the again famous short film Lights Out where he won a lot of like competitions for that and then it got a feature length adaptation nice um, also to merit is uh, shout out to my roommate Rashid who got to see it on opening night at Universal City Walk and? with Zachary Levi and David Sandberg as well Whoa. as Asher Angel well, oh, well. Dang. Um, and I had him ask some questions Oh, yeah. uh, and I asked what was uh, the, the their favorite scene to shoot, and it was the convenience store. Nice. Um, because of the gag where they drink the beer and then they go back in for the junk food. Mm-hmm. Um, the amount of things that was improvised was only one line in mm-hmm. the entire film. Zachary Levi has said that the film, the, the writing was so good that he only needed to improvise one line, and the line was, Sorry, uh, hel- uh, you're, you're welcome won- for not getting robbed. That was the only for not line. not getting robbed. Wow. Um, wow. And... Uh, the trailer. Uh, yeah, and uh, David Sandberg said that his experience with going from a horror film to a family film or superhero film actually was rooted in before he got into horror. Before he did his short films on YouTube, he actually did a bunch of family films in Sweden with oh. his wife. What? And wow. his wife, who plays the doctor. The scientist who slams the door and disintegrates. And, yeah, That's melts. his wife. That's oh. and he's in, she's in every Three. film of his. Mm-hmm. In Lights Out, she's the woman who's like turning the lights <sighs> in and out. Yeah. And then in, in the movie, That's she's right. the first person who gets killed. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Spoiler alert. And the question I also asked was, when will Zachary Levi and Harry Cavill work together? But we saw that at the end. So it's the only thing that would have made that perfect if he sat down and it was Henry Cavill. It would have been mm-hmm. like, this is the greatest movie of all time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, those were all the questions that I had that I think no one else on the internet is really going to have. Yeah. So nice. uh, moving on. Yeah. To- well, I, I wanted to ask you, kind of the comic book person. So this is what I have 
read is that this is based on the new 52 storyline, yes. correct? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you- can you enlighten uh, the, because I know that it was the original Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. Originally, Shazam was Captain Marvel, lots of legal stuff and whatnot. But now in its new iteration, now named Shazam. But he's still um, Captain Marvel. Oh. He so the comic book has to say Captain Marvel. In the book itself, he can call himself Captain Marvel. Okay. It has to say Shazam. Yeah, because but it's he, a publication kind of. But his name thing. is still Captain Marvel as a yeah. hero. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Because okay. he can't be like I'm Shazam. <laughs> yeah. But uh, even in right now, as the new, as Rebirth is going on, yeah. like Jeff Johns is currently writing Shazam, and yeah. he's the guy who's like orchestrating all of Rebirth. Um, but yeah, the the whole Shazam family calls themselves the Shazam family. But what's your question? Or what's uh, your I guess the the question that I had, and maybe I'm completely wrong, no. which is okay. Was there a time in Shazam's like iteration where the five kids became Shazam? So, yes. Okay, so, that's what I was trying to like. But yeah. it's only in an alternate universe in Flashpoint. And okay, that's what I was remembering yeah. it from when we we read it. We did an episode. Check it, back yeah. to that. Um, Pause this episode. Go there. I remember them going it's like Shazam five kids and they and all a tiger turned into, all turned yeah, into yeah, yeah. Shazam. Yeah. Um, and the so that, that only happened once for yeah, that. That's that was in only that. in an alternate timeline. Or oh, where an you know the the DC proper is like many kids turn to many versions of Shazam. Yeah. Um. And in the Flashpoint, it's many kids turn to one person called Captain Thunder. Because what? Well, I was gonna say my mind was blown during that scene when it happened because I didn't know that. I thought. I thought it was one man named Shazam, and then the alternative reality was the Flashpoint thing, where they where seven people became one. But I yeah. didn't know there was a version where there there's was five. there's like five different Shazams. So also some factoids of comic books. Um, when in the like when it was still Fawcett Publications, not bought by DC or not owned by DC yet, um, Billy Batson is a common name apparently, and it wasn't him who got the power. It was everyone that was named Billy Batson. What? And so oh. there was Fat Billy, there was Tall Billy, and there was Hill Billy. This is real. Yeah, and those were called the Marvel Lieutenants, and it was dumb and bad and weird. But um, then they later on say bad and weird, and I say awesome. Yeah, I just don't like the idea. It's like one's called Fat Billy. I was like, I mean, and Hillbilly. (laughs) Hillbilly. I kind of think that's a little funny. But anyways, but um, and in the comic books as well, a little bit of change. Mary is actually his long lost sister. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, In other iterations, like his twin sister. Yeah. Um, his twin sister, who's like a billionaire, and oh. she finds that out and changes her name. What I thought was more fascinating was why it, why he was created as a hero and mm-hmm. why he's a kid that turns into an adult. And uh, I actually just learned this from Tom. Well, not just, but I learned it from Tom. The reason it was made is it was at a time when the only kids in comics were the sidekicks, sidekicks. were the Robins, the Aqualads. Well, it's like whoever. the friends of the superheroes, so like right? Robin and then Jimmy Olsen. Yeah, yeah. and that was it. So. But the majority of the people who are buying the comics are technically quote unquote kids. Mm-hmm. And so what they did is they published, why don't we make a superhero that kids can identify with? Not the sidekick, not the person on the side going, you got him, good job, holy rusted metal, Batman. Let's give him an actual hero to believe in. And so that's why in the movie it's so iconic that the kid drops the Batman and Superman toy. Yeah. It's like a nod to, yeah. this is the hero that was created for kids. Yeah, And it's also a cool thing where they bring up a lot of Superman in this and it's kind of showing that DC is burying the hatchet because it was like a lawsuit. Yeah. That like the judge that ruled went on for years. Yeah, the judge ruled like you didn't steal the character Superman, but you stole all his powers. So yeah, you might as and well. what what if you missed it within there, the audience? Uh, what Tom's talking about is this wasn't originally DC. Yeah. It was it was Fawcett a Publications. Pub- Fawcett Publication came up with the hero. DC sued them, and then the judge said, "Well, it's not Superman. You did steal all of his powers." Mm-hmm. 
And then DC bottom out. I would love to be that judge. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I'd be like, um, and the thing is, like, actually, it was like an eight. It was like yeah, power was, charts behind you of like <laughs> oh who's more powerful than the other. It Amen. Was, it was like years of yeah in the lawsuit, and it just pretty much like bankrupted Fawcett. So they just Whoa. like their patent died, and then DC bottom, and then that like was copyright it? lapsed, and then Marvel made Captain Marvel. Um, wow. So, wow. Shit, a lot of shit happened. But yeah. then also like before that, they were almost going to call him Captain Thunder, uh-huh. and they changed it to Captain Marvelous. And then they changed that to Captain Marvel because it wouldn't fit on the thing. Oh, that makes sense. Captain Marvel. So I'd like to go into a related tangent. Yes. And they are all the nicknames of Shazam. But the first one that is my favorite, and it's a purposeful nod to Captain Marvel. Mm. Um, Marvel, Captain Marvel. Yeah. Um, And it is um, Captain Sparkle Fingers because she, uh, Carol Danvers, makes a joke in the comics. It goes, Captain Sparkle Fists, and so it's a wink to that. Yep. So it's your phone's charged. And your phone's charged. (laughs) (laughs) Lightning from my hands. Okay. Um, uh, We've got Thundercrack. Sounds like a butt thing. (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Philadelphia. It's a cream cheese thing. Zapton America. That's a YouTube thing. Red Red Cyclone. Cyclone. (laughs) Power Boy. Maximum Voltage. Sir Zapsalot. And human human power storm Max for short. Call me Max. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like Red Cyclone. Yeah. Yeah. I I like I like Thundercrack. <laughs> you would. It's so bad. Um, you would. Favorite parts? Yeah. Let's bring some favorite parts. Mm. Means I get to open my little black book of notes. Wow! Mm. Look at all those notes inside. Um, of course, the beer, please, because the way he delivers yeah, that I'll line. Your finest beer. Your finest beer, beer please. Um, you know me, Tom. Dark humor is my thing. So when the kid's making like the cancer jokes and the been pushed off the roof, and then he goes, I know what you're thinking. Crippled foster kid, you have everything. Uh, I laughed harder at that than most jokes in the movie, just because yeah. the first of all, his delivery of that line mm-hmm. is fantastic. He's a great actor. Also, don't say anything weird. Okay, one weird thing. Did you know that did you see Romans? <laughs> the Romans? Yeah. The Romans, Romans used to brush their teeth with urine, so apparently that works. Was and the mom's like, <laughs> What amazing. Walks away. <laughs> I loved um I mean uh, it's it's easy humor, but it's my kind of humor. Is when um, Doctor Zavana is monologuing in the air, and they're like oh, so yeah. far away, so and he's like, like, we're like a mile nah, apart. Nah. You're <laughs> shaking at my favorite part. No, I know. I just didn't hit, didn't hit it for me. <laughs> yeah, that's well, all. it hit it for me. Um, I thought it was Same. fun. Same, um, very much. Because it was just his reaction, and then you could hear the muffled. Mm, mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, the I, sound I, design was really good on that. I, can't so but yeah no, it makes it makes fun of the trope it's yeah. like are you monologuing right now yeah and yeah forget, different approach to it yeah is that incredible that's incredible yeah like yeah. did the same thing it's like he's monologuing we could do something yeah. <laughs> you almost got like exactly. you tricked him into monologuing is yeah. the thing yeah that's what uh, my absolute favorite part though was the office scene yeah. when he first shows oh, up yeah. to his dad's office oh um, my God. because you immediately know when he throws his brother out the window you're like oh he means business he's not fucking around mm-hmm. like he's not one of those villains that's just gonna like hold someone over a cliff and be like, come and get them. He's just gonna be like, I dropped him off a cliff. Like, that's what I'm gonna do. I'm done. Now it's done. There was no like talking about it. It was just like, nope, it was just one, two, out the window, a hundred stories up. And you're like, yeah. oh shit. Okay. Ask if you're mad enough to take me out of this building. Uh, yeah. About that scene, uh, David Sandberg said that he wanted to create uh, a scene or something, a, a precedent that Dr. Savannah's not someone to be trifled with. Yeah. And he's like, we got to show how scary it is, how scary the seven deadly sins should be. And then he asked Warner Brothers, like, hey, I know this is going to be a PG-13 movie. Can I, you know, do some of my horror stuff with it? And Warner Brothers said, dude, 
do whatever you gotta do. He, wow. One of the sins bites someone's head off. Yeah. 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 And throws it out of the building. Yeah. Wasteful. So, uh, <laughs> and it, it was just, it, for some reason, like, Mark Strong in that scene is phenomenal. Um, I mean, he was phenomenal throughout the whole thing. Yeah, like, no, no, no. I just mean, especially, like, that scene for me specifically, like, told me where he was going to be at for the film. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I am on board for this 100%. Here for it. Um, I also want to shout out Darla because she's the most precious thing in the entire world. Oh, my God, I know. Uh, you guys figured it out. Oh, <laughs> on your own. I'm a good sister. Uh, I'd have to say is when we see the Shazam family for the first time. Yes. Uh, yes, that's pretty yeah. big. Because, like, the entire time when I saw Mary, and Mary's always been, like, the she's, like, the mother of the of the gang, you know, obviously like in the Goonies or there's always the adult one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, who takes care of everybody. Maybe not the leader, but the one just takes care of everybody. So I started I was like, oh, it's Mary. Yeah. Oh, gonna and the entire time I was just like, man, there's seven deadly sins. I wish the Shazam family here. They could each take one of themselves. Maybe next movie. And I was like, it'll be happy next movie. Like, and I was thinking, I was like, I wonder who they're going to cast. Man, I really want to think about that. And I was like, well, we'll have to find out two years from now. And then I was like, they're going to do it. They're going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> and they did it. And I was like, oh, my pants are so white right now. And uh, it, the floor got so sticky. And everyone's like, oh my God. Wow. Oh my God. He wore white pants and I, spilled his I soda. I sat in the back row of this theater when I did it. And like everyone was just like, why is it sprinkling? But um, oh, I, oh. This, I was, was also one of my favorite parts of family. It was, sprinkling? I, I was just not expecting because I was like, yeah. man, I really want this to happen. And then like it happened. I was like, wow, they're really While good. the movie was going, I was like, I only had the the reference of Flashpoint. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't know that there was the Shazam family. And so the reference, I was like, okay, Shazamly. Shazam. Shazam. Please correct me. That was mine. Please. Because we need to get it on. I'm just not trying to steal your thunder. Just trying to keep it alive. Your Thank thunder you. crack. Um, yeah. <laughs> exactly. I, so as the movie was going, I was like, and they were getting towards the climax, I was like, is this going to happen? Are they all going to like suck into him and he's going to become even more powerful? Oh my God, there's more of them? Yeah. My wife <laughs> lost her goddamn mind. Her jar, her jar was a jar. Her my jar wife, was a jar. Since we were in high school together, she has been obsessed with Adam Brody, who played Seth Cohen on The O.C. and played adult Freddy in this film. Mm-hmm. Perfect so casting for that too. When he shows up, she freaked the fuck out. Yeah, you guys seen the ring? You know the jaw out mouth. Yeah, yeah. yeah that was she, her. She that was her. So wow. shout out to that moment because Tom knew it was coming. Oh yeah. Didn't say anything and then tapped her on the shoulder <clears throat> and was like, "Check this out." Boom! They change and I've never seen someone squirm that much in a movie theater chair in my entire life. <laughs> she freaked. She didn't know what to do. She didn't know how to handle it. So um, that's awesome. Good so casting on their part. For me, it was more of this like inkling, like, "Is it going to happen? Is it going to happen?" Yeah. And I and I pinpoint it. I've not had a moment like that since Dark Knight mm-hmm. when they do Two-Face. Mm. And it was kind of like, man, I think they'll do the next movie is Two-Face. Oh no, they're doing the whole, okay, he's the he's in the movie. Yep. And I was like, yeah. holy shit, here. the movie, I thought the movie was over. Mm-hmm. The movie's yeah. not over. Six whole minutes, we're, Two-Face. We're going in. And I was like, okay. <laughs> it was like, okay, cool, they caught the Joker and now we're going to figure out, oh, there's more. Yeah. Oh! But wait, there's more. <laughs> oh, it was so good. Um, so good. That, wait. Uh-huh. That was also my favorite part of the movie. Was was because I, I it was just so unexpected, and I was already having so much fun with the movie that I was like, "What else can they do to make this even better?" Because um, I was worried a little bit about the third act going into it, um, but I think the carnival setting helped really a lot, and then like the kids kind of being involved helped a lot. But I had no, I would never have imagined that they would have that they would have done what they did, and I really enjoyed watching them. Yeah, like. Each fun. of them getting one of the powers. It was really fun. Like the uh, um, 
what's the little girl Darla, Darla. watching her like this running around the, the, the Ferris wheel like running across the Ferris wheel to save people like that was really cool so yeah Darla's supposed to be more fast than most of them mm-hmm. uh, Pedro's supposed to be stronger mm-hmm. than most of them and then Mary well, don't they each have one of the powers they all have all the powers they could both light, they got oh. all lightning they're they got just the, more they lean, lean more towards, towards one. one or like Shazam himself is like all of them mm-hmm. he's, 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 he's the best the at all avatar. Got it. while Eugene Hadouken that, I know. Oh that was, was so another one of my good. Favorite. And he said it so well. Yeah. yeah. Oh, at the end, he was like, fatality. I can do that fatality. now. <laughs> <laughs> His voice. Yeah. Um, also, I love, I, I don't like montage mo- mainly, but they did a real, I love their, uh, the their the bohemian, no, their, their or... queen rap, their queen mm-hmm. uh, montage. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, wow. I, it, I, I, don't, I, I loved they're it. They're doing the tests. Have, yeah. It's queen. Mr. F- is it oh yeah, no, I was thinking Having the same thing. Time. I just misunderstood yeah. what you were oh, talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I loved that part. That was probably one of my so favorite good. parts of learning so how good. to do things. Which is like sometimes the best parts of like a superhero movie well, is when they figure like they don't just like I have the powers and I'm fucking great at it. It's like no, the best here's part of this was that he was 14 and they they just they don't did put the way for, in it, right? They did it the way 14 year olds would do it, like <laughs> be irresponsible, try to light each other on fire, go to a strip club, steal sodas, yeah. Um, it, uh, that was also great that licorice. like they they when he's like trying to get them out of that situation in the cave yeah. the first place they go to is a gentleman's club because it was the only thing he could think of because yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. 15 whatever um I want to give one last little there's a little bug there there it is there's always a bug on my script <laughs> this big and it's the same one every time um the last Sorry, thing bug. I want to I want to give a shout out to is the parents <laughs> yeah uh I think they were somehow these actors nailed it from the moment they got in the van Mm -hmm. to be the most endearing people in the entire world that was I had the hots for the mom the for sure (laughs) no sodas past dark (laughs) when did it get dark but also she's super loving to that guy when I was saw that guy I was like Way to lock it down. Like, yeah, right. Good job. But no, that, at the end when they're doing all hands on deck for the Christmas dinner. By the way, fucking Christmas movie. Um, it is a and she has movie. a tear. She has the glassy eyes. Like mm-hmm. the dad. He's um he's a big part in the Walking Dead the series. Oh, is he? Okay. And it was he's like, great. Oh, I mean, is he that good in it? Yeah, he's 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 really he's a lovable character yeah. in that as well. Um, but it's for me like because you know actors are people. Yeah. Yeah. So when I see a movie like this and I see him like in this, I'm like, good for you, dude. Yeah. That is awesome. You're in this big movie. Like, I want to meet him. That's how I feel when I saw Thomas Middleditch in the Godzilla trailer. I was like, my boy, you're doing it. You're (laughs) doing it. You got a career. The uh, the family is definitely one of my favorite, or specifically the parents is one of my favorite parts. Is their dynamic, like, and him. I don't. I feel bad not knowing his his name, the actor's name that played the father. But um, I uh, think he Cooper did it really. Andrews. He knocked it out of the park. He was like an awesome like foster dad. But then he was like, because like when when Billy came home and he was like be be easy on him. I thought it was gonna go like he wasn't gonna scold him. He was no. I thought he wasn't oh. gonna. I thought he was gonna be like jokey did. about it. But I was really happy that it was like an upset parent. So like he was. He's a really good father. He's you run a, away. You gonna fight? And then he's a really good husband, supporting like giving emotional support to wife. his wife, who all they're trying to do is build like this. We could only make a loving place. home. Yeah. yeah. So like that broke my heart, and it was like really awesome to watch them. I loved every little bit of the parents. Um, I also really the, the the turning point for me honestly for this movie was the resolution of him and his mother 
Like oh, to me, oh, yeah. that the made tears. it. That was the devastating. Tears. That made she it. said, what's this to the compass? I was like, you bitch. You bitch. I mean, like I'm stepping back. <laughs> I'm stepping way back to like looking at the DCEU. Like to me, that was one of the most genuine things I've seen come out of DC yeah. film well, so, in a very long time. So, and like not genuine, but like real, like real yeah. life grounded. I mean, it's already in Philadelphia, which is a change, which is a nice change. From like Gotham City, whatever fantasy. That's where he actually um, is in, in the same real, city which is, is great. the garbage picking field goal kicking Philadelphia phenomenon. That helps because it sound. grounds it. It grounds it into a real place with real stakes. Yeah. And you have real people well, with real life things that happen. A little a little tidbit that I noticed is when she opened the door all the way, you could see the same jacket yeah. that she wore, mm-hmm. which to me signaled mm-hmm. like the moment she decided to run away she hung from the everything, she, hung she like hung it up. She that Moment in time is now her forever. Yeah, because she until she has to pass that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So uh, that no. was really good. And then her not knowing what the compass was, like that was like uh, yeah. terrible. And the funny thing is, like, I just want to go talk a little bit about superhero films. And I think, the, and I talked about it. We talked about it before about directors and these. The difference between these directors as well as like just compared to the Marvel directors, most of the Marvel directors are like film festival directors. Yeah, and then all these ones are like pretty established directors. Mm. And so the cool thing that you kind of see just again, these three standalone films is that they all have like their own singular message that they're saying through the superhero. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's just different. It's not better. It's not worse. But like the Marvel films kind of have to, I'm going to quote Patrick Willems, who has a great video essays about it, but it's like all the Marvel films have to be a payoff for the last film and have to be a setup for the next one. Mm-hmm. But with these films, the, the great thing about them is that they, the director gets to say a message because of the hero and it's not, they have to lead up to something else yeah. and it allows them to be more streamlined. So it's inter- it's just an interesting take, and that's why like this one there is a lot of like what is a family, and like it's yeah. grounded in it's a family film. Yeah. It's Christmas. It's about how you know try to find like who, what's your definition of that. And it's, it's well, the, the beauty of that is that they're still building the the that still builds the universe. It does like Superman doesn't have to come in and land a hand to to beat the big bad. Like just but having the batarang, having the did. bullet, having having him at the end. Yeah. I mean that would be sick if yeah. they handled it right, but you know. You could argue that they haven't been able to, to to mass audiences or to mass opinion, but broad appeal. Yeah, right, broad appeal. Um, but yeah, this is different. Yeah, yeah I agree. Um, uh, any other favorite parts? I have one last favorite parts, yeah. and it's kind of throughout the movie. Is every time um, Shazam slash Billy Batson realizes oh. a new power? Oh yeah. Or oh like yeah. When he's like his face, <laughs> like he does this like. Flying? He nails yeah. playing fifteen. By the way. Oh my like, god! Like, yeah, yeah, so yeah. much. Or really like the dynamic between Freddie and Zachary. Yeah, Levi. Zachary Levi and uh, Jack Dylan Grazer had a phenomenal chemistry yeah. together. Yeah. yeah, like I have no doubt that they had fun. Like I know they didn't have to improvise, but I bet they did in rehearsal. Found this. They have this wonderful rhythm that. E- was better than even Asher Angel and Jack Dylan Grazer had together, even though they're the same age. I agree with that. I, I yeah. imagine it'd be close to like, you know, our Billy West episode where it's like their best warm-ups are probably just riffing off each other. Yeah. And it's like that yeah. where they just kind of get the good like, playful when they're talk When they're talking back and forth and the the uh, real estate agent is just listening to them go, like probably like <laughs> a seaside amazing. cliff and Jack's like, yeah, like a cliff, maybe looking over some water. Oh, yeah, like water, water would be yeah. great or a volcano, yeah. a layer. <laughs> and it, of course, if we could do this all under the table, that'd be great. Like their chemistry was phenomenal. Yeah. Super good. Um, I did two little things that stuck out to me for probably just because it's me is when um, he he's following Billy 
out of the cafeteria and he's mm. like trying to catch up with him. He throws the entire Tired tray, tray yeah. with all of the food. Did you notice into when he sits down can. too, he throws Just, his crutch behind him? Yes. Doesn't give it, right Just in the middle of the walkway. No, nothing can get in his way at all. And mm. I loved that so much. It's such a good detail. Yeah. A- every every little bit was there for I also love that he just like immediately starts floating <laughs> as soon as he gets oh, yeah. his powers. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Just and it's an interesting, like I haven't given it too much thought yet, uh, but like I know there's something, some sig- maybe you guys have had a chance to think about it, but the significance of him asking, would you rather have flight or invisibility? Oh. And then the first thing is him being flying. able to fly. Flying well, and, because and, like, his quote unquote, he's been invisible in his, his whole life. No one's really seen him. But also, it's kind of like to Savannah, Savannah's kid, point. Yeah, like, Savannah wants all the power, but it's like there's no point in the power if you can't share it. But also, it's kind of like you choose invisibility. Also, it's more of a they say it's like it's a villain thing. But yeah. then it's like flying is the hero thing. And then the first thing he does is fly. Mm-hmm. And so, like, he can be a hero. And like, he, it, it compounds with it's like, you just wish this power was for, your, for you. He's like, of course I do. Yeah. Yeah. And it's I, like, I believe the quote is no shit. No shit. Yeah. No shit. <laughs> um, what was your second thing? My second thing. And this is totally just me and the tiniest, tiniest detail that doesn't matter. But when he's does, finally facing, um, oh my God, Thad. Yeah, Savan. Um, like Savani. the raft of the Savani. bus and everything. He's like the most perfect, perfect creation being in existence. And the first thing it does is like show Thad being in front and then like a the back of the head view of Shazam and there's like one mole right there on his neck and I was like the most perfect being in all of the universe had as a mole wait, on the back of his wait, neck perfect you can't have a mole uh, well that then then perfect? that opened the question to like does having a mole make you more perfect or it's, less it's, perfect? Well, <laughs> it's, uh, sorry, excuse me. Apparently more. Uh, it's called a beauty mark. Yeah. Right. Mole but, on my face. But I always thought the beauty mark was supposed to be on your face. This, Like I said, this is like the silliest thing to have noticed, but I literally laughed out loud in the theater and no one else did. Um, That was a detail only for you. <laughs> yeah, the, thank you for that movie <laughs> making people. You. Zachary Levi grew that for you his whole life. <gasps> two, two things I want to mention just before we move to the next thing is anytime we saw all the seven deadly sins together. Yep. Yeah, that was cool. Freaking dope. And then... I thought the, Lust would be a lot hotter. Yeah, and then the the into <laughs> the spider the into the Spider Verse jump. Yeah, where he jumps off the building. Oh, 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 we saw it in the trailer, so but now good. that you know what's compounded behind it, what the like, scene before? Yeah, was. he says, "I'm sorry, I have to go see my real family." I'm like, ah, he knows. <laughs> he gets it. That's that so is good. so good. Quim Quams. Quim Quams. No, no favorite favorite characters. Oh. The bravery to just <laughs> well, also the bravery to to jump off as the little kid. I guess we could do like, side characters because it's Shazam. Shazam. Okay. Right? Yeah, Shazam. So, yeah. so everyone, uh, everyone counts except Shazam. Okay. So okay. Freddy, Savannah, all of them, even though they're okay. called the same. Main. All right. I'll say Freddy. Okay. Savannah. We can't pick Shazam. No. This is side character. I mean Billy. Oh. Young Billy. Billy Batson, you can just his not. alter ego. They do refer to it as an alter ego, so yeah, I guess Billy would be on the table then. Are you waiting for my answer? Mm. Yeah, we are. Oh, move on for me. Okay. Um, I'd say... Mine's Savannah. He's just like, what a good villain. And he looked so cool. <laughs> and Mark Strong nails it. Fucking Mark Strong, dude. I... I have to say Darla. I was going to say Darla. Like, yeah. Darla's so precious. But too precious. <laughs> well, that. But I really liked um, the adult Darla. Uh, Megan yeah. Good? Like, the way she... Like, she did a really good job... Um, Embracing like, child, like her with like, Santa yeah. being I've like... Good. I've been really good. Darla. Like, her super innocent, like, portrayal of that, I think is like... I gotta, give a, I gotta give a shout out to Adam Brody though. Oh, I was like, I gotta give a like, shout out to Santa. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say, Santa stole the show for, for a bit of that. The yeah. Fucking blood everywhere. <laughs> I, I think I wanted to go to Pedro. 
Okay. Yeah. He wants his his goal to get swole. When he holds up the Ferris wheel, he's like, "I got this." I do, I do got this. God, I got this. this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, favorite parts, favorite characters. That's it. Yeah. Quim yeah. Quam. Now you go to your qualms. My, my qualms. <laughs> you want to jump to it? Yep. I'll, I'll start. start. For me, it was that the monologue scene uh, took me out of the movie. Oh. Like that was because I because I had seen it done before in things like Incredibles, which is an entire satire uh-huh. of a film, and I'm pretty sure there's another one. It was done in where about either about monologuing or he's like, oh, now you're gonna like talk for a little while or you're Part gonna give me this feels choice. Like I've seen this bit before, but it could just be a weird. That's what I felt, thing. and that took me. It took yeah. me out of it, and I, I felt like what's from, I felt like it went on too long. Mm. Like I can well, one I can reverse, re- re- yeah. like yeah, too. one back taken. reverse. Yeah, uh, it took me a second me. to realize that that was happening. That was the joke. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, they can't hear each um, other. Okay. And then for me, uh, my wife brought this up the night of, and the more I thought about it, the more I agreed with her that I think Zachary Levi plays a great 15-year-old, but they don't show the really fun, jubilant, funny side of Billy Batson as a kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So to me, it's there's Billy Batson, Billy and then Batson. there's Zach Levi playing a kid, but there's yeah. no connection. So my example was like the movie Forrest Gump. Mm-hmm. Tom Hanks met with the kid. And took on some of his qualities. Instead of the kid having to take on his. Yeah. So that when he grew up, it was a lot better. Or even big, he did it the was same thing. Right? Yeah. To behavior. They had stuff. certain uh, qualities, certain speech patterns, stuff like that. Um, and it doesn't make it any less enjoyable. It's just mm-hmm. something that took away from me. Is like, mm-hmm. I didn't see them as the same person. I saw them as like Billy Batson and Shazam, not this kid who got superpowers and looks yeah. older. He's, he's very yeah. angsty when it's Billy Batson. Yeah. And then there is a childlike quality to Shazam where he is going, oh man. Yeah, like, like I wow. didn't get any of the banter between that like Freddie and Shazam have when they're older yeah. or when yeah. he's older, uh, when he's younger, he kind of doesn't really say anything. Mm. He's more grounded. Yeah. Uh, to that point, I had to do a thing where I read uh, the Rotten reviews on Rotten Tomatoes. And yeah. that's actually like the, a lot of basis for a lot of people's arguments is that like, it's weird because some people are like, Zachary Levi is not good and Astro Angel's amazing. Or the opposite, where mm-hmm. Astro Angel's garbage and Zachary Levi is amazing because of the disconnect of yeah. those two things. Yeah. And I don't think it has to do with either of them. No, I think a not. lot of it's the writing. Yeah. Like they didn't write young Billy Batson to be that funny. The mm-hmm. only moment is that he beginning. has is really funny is in the beginning with the cops. And he beats Or the when Jaiman says, grab onto my staff. And he goes, gross. <laughs> <laughs> like I wanted more of those yeah. throughout leading yeah. into this. I think that's about it. To find the jovial side yeah. of him. But like, those are my only qualms. Um, Ooh, wow. For me, uh, CGI here and there. Yeah. But I, mean, it's more like, I brought that up, but yeah, like, I'm not, that was my only, Yeah, that was one of my biggest, but that's relative term. Yeah. And qualms. I mean, for me, it's kind of like with CGI, it's kind of like, I mean, it's people flying around shooting lightning. So how real can I get? Yeah, I had an I, issue with with the, how the bus looked too. Sometimes, like uh, some, for most of it. Um, with that, but then, you know, this is the nerd side of me. It's like, again, this is a different story, and I'm not. And things don't look at with this lens. But like Billy Batson, like who's like technically again, he's like a Clark, he's like Clark Kent. So he's like kind of like part of this news station thing, and he has like this ham radio and all that stuff. And yeah. we don't see any of that. Maybe we'll see that in the next one, but. They really did take a lot from the New 52, and I think, again, they're just trying to tell a good story about, you know, family and being an orphan and da 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 But it was kind of like, I wish they had certain things in it, and it's just, it's not like it's a qualm, it's more like, I know enough where it's like, I see the references, and I wish I can see more of them. Yeah. yeah. And that's really the weird thing about it, it's kind of like, this feels so good, but I want this to be a four-hour movie with everything in it, <laughs> you know? Fair. And it's not, a bad, it's not a bad thing, but it's more like, a, it affects me, and that's why, like, 
speaking out for all the fanboys who have man tears and shit, uh, get over it. But I'm also, right here. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's kind of like I, I want to make sure I'm watching the movie the right way and just like absorb what I have and have a good story. Yeah. But yeah, I think it's just a CGI for the main part. But same. Also, but it, it, the thing is, it doesn't. CGI doesn't bug me that no, much. Yeah. I don't and, know why. It's not like something that... Yeah. There was one lighting thing that... Irrit- like, not irritated, but I just noticed. And I, those are like technical goofs. But it's like when Freddy touches the light for the first time, you see the light under Zachary Levi's face, and then every other cut where he's not touching the light, it's different. The logic leap that I have to make with that is that when someone touches it, it just illuminates a little bit more. Yeah. But I mean, to me, I like I don't need an explanation for it, but it's like, I noticed that. Hmm. Um, my I have two qualms. Um, one of them is what Corey brought up, the personality shifts. And another is kind of a technical thing. Um, and it's just something that I was like, that was a choice. So there are exterior shots of the school. Mm-hmm. And you can tell that they just use the same shot because everybody was wearing the same thing. Same, you the saw same the same, ba- the Superman backpack. The, Superman backpack, they hug. It was the same exact shot. And wow. I was like, really? For different days? For different days, yeah. it was different times, and was... all they would do is just so it was. It's a drone or a crane shot, and it goes this way towards the school, and they cut to whatever's happening here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they use the same shot, and I was like, "Does it take me out of the movie?" Absolutely not. But it was one of those things that I was like, "Well, okay." Yeah. So, tiny yeah. thing. It's like mm-hmm. the same running animation of stuff. Um, yeah. my qualm early on in the movie was with the seven deadly sins, in the sense that. I didn't. I wish I. I kind of wanted to get a better distinction of which one was which. Oh, which one? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That and was kind of confusing. The only one you could really tell was like gluttony. Yeah, that was the only obvious envy, one because he's a small. Yeah. And then envy, which I which I kind of forgot about for most of it because he was trapped inside. Well, um, he just didn't let him and out. And then he was or, named right. later he on. It's like out. okay, that's the that one. Uh, that, yeah, I get it. So I would have loved like, I think they could have taken the opportunity to have more uh, elaborate designs for them to kind of maybe. There, there or, or what about bit? like one scene where or a scene Mark where Strong you... is talking to all of them and he literally goes down a line. Yeah, because yeah. I thought they were very unique with a combined each. power of blah, blah. envy, gluttony. I and couldn't it could tell. show each one. They were unique, but I didn't. There wasn't enough to be like, oh, that's obviously well. Lust. And mm. like from my perspective, their colors were all gray, gray. exactly the same. Was, on that's where I was hoping would be a little different. Yeah, okay. because like the and one in the that comics, has... there are red and green and blue. Yeah. Right. So like the one that has the vines could have been like more gra- green and brown or something. Mm-hmm. Earthy. It's got the earthy. Yeah. Like kind of blended together. Yeah. They they blended so Scary much as that. Shit. Oh yeah, terrifying. <laughs> but like I just couldn't tell. Very I've easily. seen I've seen movies where they're not done by an action director. They're not done Marvel films. Uh, okay. Uh, but actually not Marvel films because that doesn't really fit because Marvel is like hundred percent CG. But I'm talking about like movies that are given to these directors that have a like they do a really good job with the character development with the story with the relationships of the people but then they're not like action directors necessarily yeah, they don't know how to do that stuff so like that stuff kind of no, I'm not saying that's what this movie is but I'm saying like I've seen movies where that has happened where like the action goes to the back takes a back seat and so everything's just a CGI mess um, and this kind of treaded into that a little it's bit. It's like Transformers. Yeah, it's like Transformers. Like, I don't actually know what's going on. Right. Hmm. And, and I'm kind of I'm kind of over that stuff. So then this kind of treaded a little bit into that, but not I, enough to where I, I will ruin say any those, kind the of fighting in the air was something I've wanted to see for a while. Yeah. The closest thing we got to it was Man of Steel. And, and even then that wasn't exactly what I was. And overall this did something to that. The way either the way they shot it or whatever it was when they were flying and fighting in the air, I was like 
this is what I picture when I yeah. read the comics. Yeah. Um, so they, yeah. they did a good job realizing everything for sure. Um, I would have loved to see a bit more um, Shazam action. Hmm. Like maybe in the second act somewhere to where like because he saves the bus. Yeah. But I would have loved some kind of like sequence I that think, le- where he uses his powers more. I think that's so what you get, you get the grasp. training montage for. That's You're talking about like yeah. the like in Spider-Man when he first gets his powers and there's like, oh, suddenly there's people who are tied up everywhere and like, look at him <laughs> oh, saving the city. Oh, it's like him saving the day and he looks at the fucking camera. Yeah, and there's but, yeah. but, but, but I understand the... A little more of the... him just like using his power yeah. before he was confronted with a villain. Right. Yeah. Or something. Other than ACDC? Yeah. Right. Or, I mean, it could have still been a fight with him, but maybe he thinks, maybe he was too cocky or something, so he dashes out all the power just to give a little more action but I would say uh, definitely the next film probably sh- should yeah. start with him being Shazam as a hero and all yeah because yeah. I know the, yeah. the reason we don't get a lot of that is because the whole point of this movie is that you're stronger with your family so they kind of have to and also he has to learn bit. how to be a hero and so he yeah. yeah so he has to be like a coward to then rise to the occasion mm-hmm. so he's got to so. learn a little more because he's a kid and he yeah. says that line which I love where he's like if I can't save my family I'm not much of a hero and then he says Shazam and it's like it makes so yeah. good. <laughs> it looks but it, uh, like to that point. Yeah, if they just colored the fucking Seven Deadly Sins. Secondly, I had a, just an issue with the Superman cameo. Like, yeah, just because they with cut it? him off at the head. I'm like, yeah. that's just the wrong thing to do. Not because Don't like you're not then. showing me him, but also just like film language. You're not supposed to. Although I kind of, it. I kind of felt like it was going to happen ever since that. Well, the, he said it. The guy said, D- "Dessert yeah, going to dessert. dessert with Superman." I was like. They're not going to do that, are they? Uh, to me, I was like, I'm here for He's it. Come I'm, here like for it. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. I'm here if for it. They would have yeah. just shown it from behind with the cape. Dun, that would have been dun, better dun, 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 than yeah. cutting him off here. And then do like a reverse. Like of, over the shoulder. And yeah, then like, they had to like, like show his whoosh. symbol, but they can't show his head. So it's like they have to cut it right at yeah. the neckline kind of thing. They could have just showed the cape. Like, I yeah. think that would have done. Any other qualms? My only qualm and is the mole. No, actually, I like the mole. I thought it was funny. I like the mole. You're not here for Zachary Levi. Keep your mole. I like your mole. You should get it checked for melanoma. Uh, yeah, that also. Um, <laughs> I thought the beginning was a little, personally, too fast-paced. The, the which beginning? with, like, Sad? Billy Batson and his oh, okay. life. Yeah. I mm-hmm. thought it was a little too fast. I, like, it was, like, the fun, I'm stealing a cop car, cop sandwich Aladdin. and, like, going, doing yeah. mischievous stuff. But then that was kind of, like, the main thing that happened. And then it kind of ended to g- him going to the foster family. And that just felt, like, way too quick. Mm-hmm. For me. For me, it felt... I it, loved it. I did... I, I get what you're saying. They could have let it breathe a second more, but for me, it felt very like Goonies. Like, any 90s movie. I mean, if you look at even they, the Santa Claus. Like yeah, yeah. The and Santa Claus, within five minutes, you know everything you need to know about yeah. Calvin. Yeah, and then right. with this with Billy, it's like, you know, he's smarter than he looks. He Calvin. can deceive people. He's looking for his mom, and he's also going to steal your food. I think the yeah. only thing that I would have wanted, just because, because of that disconnect with Shazam and Billy, I feel like one more instance of him doing something and being like more of a jovial like yeah the closest we got was him running from the bullies right and like hopping over and getting on a car and i mean in a subway and stuff like that yeah so i wish we would have maybe they don't catch him at the house maybe he goes off somewhere else and then he does something fun and yeah a little mischievous and then that's where the cops find him yeah like it's on a skateboard which would make sense because they know they he put in the address on a skateboard Yeah, thank you. You're welcome. Um, I would have liked jumping on too. Just as another quick thing (laughs) on the skateboard, yeah. Um, As much as I love the uh, the mother stuff, I would have loved just a little bit more of like a minute after he gets rejected, essentially, and then he decides that the foster home is where he belongs. Oh yeah, I would have loved transition of his feelings. Yeah, because it happens immediately. Like he he's done with her. He picks up the phone. Sorry, I made a mistake. Like I mean, I might okay. Flies out from an emotional standpoint. I might argue 
I mean, I'm not sorry. I'm not not argue, but I just mean counter. He's he's already counter. Thank you. Mm-hmm. He's already starting to. I feel like he's already starting to, to get that realization it. and real and lose that hope even before that moment, yeah. and that just solidifies it. Solidifies so I don't it. know if this has ever well, happened. They're in the your ones life. who, uh, without him, got his notebook, looked up who looked up the seventy Batsons. Yeah, found the one down yeah. Yeah. that his mom like, and that I, was the moment. I that get just it though, went, like. It would have been over. like I wouldn't want to see him like lost, moping somewhere, or something happens, or even a moment. And then he what if he finds the value? What if even if she was like, but you know I can, even I can't rewrite it right now. But something like, but I can let you and use the phone or whatever you need. And if he just even had that moment of thinking, and then went. No, I have right. to go see my real family. Mm-hmm. Just that moment, the switch to see the because the, the dialogue's there, but I just didn't. You didn't get the moment where the, the switch flips, right? Yeah, okay. yeah, no, okay. that makes sense. I dig it. Um, rate cool. Anybody, now it's on rating. Rating. Who wants? So <laughs> we Josh have, and me first. Yeah, Josh yeah. and Tom, then me, and then no alphabetical. Both times you're first. I have two votes, right? You, you, you and Kayla both have two. I have two. Corey has one. You're welcome. Well, well, I would give it a four point eight. Well, very good, very good. Still, some things to change, but still really good. Four point five. I think it's a good uh, family movie, but again, my criteria for superhero films—it's changed. And so, like with this, we've never seen a superhero film done as a family film, so it's very interesting. Yeah. Mm. Um, it's no Dark Knight for me. Four point five. <laughs> 4.5 for me. I think it was a lot of fun. I think it's, again, I think DC has outdone themselves from what they did with Aquaman and taken another step in the right direction for me. Like, these are the DC movies I've been dying to see. And if they want to pick up The Flash and do one like this, I would lose my goddamn mind. So, 4.5, keep it up, Warner Brothers and DC. Um, is that me? Mm-hmm. Both of you, whoever you want to go first. Ladies first, but I guess. Ladies first. 4.9. There it is. I liked it. A couple of things could have changed, but they were very, very small. Like, I really enjoyed it. It was a good movie. I think I made the right decision. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did we? 4.9. Oh, wow, so it's me and Tom. <laughs> it's me and Tom. Wow. Me and Tom really? at 4.5. When you're editing this, can you... um? Like zoom in to your fingers. To fingers. Sparkle fingers. Yeah, sparkle, sparkle fingers. fingers. Well, to be fair, the the angle we have for those of you watching this at home, we're not in the shot. So Tom, go ahead. It's just our hands. It's just our. Fi- There's a the middle shot. It's just the tip. Hands on deck. Um, real quick, gosh, real quick. I talked to this about before and uh, Shazam. Uh, in other iterations, it's him at his oldest form and how, how he would envision himself as an adult. In other uh, stories, it's how he envisions who his dad is. Yeah. Oh uh, no. I have a gush and excitement. And I'm sorry if it. I have one gush as well. The, I'm sorry if it lines we'll in with one. speculation, but the introduction Mr. of Mr. Mind. But here's the thing: is it's like over the past couple of years, them doing saying that Shazam is going to happen. There's also been big like, the like Rock. Black Adam, the, the Rock, Rock, who's Death already Adam. Like, that's already like been like, yeah, that's me. Or at least that's oh, what he's they, in. Yeah, he's. But he's I'm so. I don't know do. who Black Adam is. I don't. <gasps> he was. The, he was the champion. He was yeah. the champ. He's the fallen champion. Oh. And he, he got banished. And so, like, Shazam's true, like, I need a, a, a successor. It's not because of Savannah. It's because he's like, my power's dying. And if my power dies, then he will come out. Mm-hmm. And so when he comes out, it's like, hey, oh, Batson, sorry, you got to deal with my first child. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Uh, uh, Mr. Mind, is he just like, 
He is a worm from another planet who's super smart, has that talk box, and he and Duchess of Honor are the founding members of the evil monster society of men. So I'm gushing because I just think it's so cool. I'm excited to see the world. And yeah. the director is the voice of him. Yeah. What? <laughs> so he's oh like, my I God. got to voice an evil worm. Perfect. Nice. Uh, my I gush is a, in, uh, is a little eat. attention yeah. to detail that I loved and was one of the things I laughed harder at in the film. When he is an adult for the first time oh. and he wakes back up on the subway and he hits his head walking on the subway because it's not something he's ever had to deal with yeah. before. Yeah. I love that. And then later on, if you watch when he goes through anything that's a little shorter, he way ducks. Like mm -hmm. way is like, I'm going to duck now so I can get through this door. Yeah. yeah. Um, so just like that little little attention to detail of like, hey, yeah. you would duck at this point. So Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, there's few, there's few movies that... Um, I like sink into my chair and just like get cozy with. Yeah. This was one of them. For sure. And I have to say like Christmas movie. I don't want to sound hyperbolic because I can sometimes but I know that. do it. But I this think is the this best is... movie I've ever fucking seen in my entire <laughs> no, life. Just, not, you're not far from it. This is my favorite DC, DC movie since The Dark Knight. Yeah. Yeah. DCEU movie proper. Yeah. I'd agree with that. Wonder Woman's pretty close for me. Yeah. I, th yeah. I, think I think I like, I like Wonder, Wonder Woman, Woman more. more. <laughs> wow. I don't. Wow. Jinx, the third act of Wonder Woman still... <laughs> I guess yeah. I still have an issue with it, but but uh, I'll say this is my I think my favorite Christmas movie. No. What? It's a Christmas movie. Your Th favorite one? No, it's still Die Hard for me. No. So Santa, the Santa Claus for me. Oh, Santa Claus. This is not the same Christmas the movie. Anyway, anyways, thanks oh, for watching, guys. I, did, oh. you, did you have a gush? The I cracked up a minute ago about <laughs> no, it's not the fucking mole. <laughs> She's the a mole. caterpillar busting out of that teeny thing. How, why did that happen? How did, was it the Seven Deadly Sins? Yeah, no, yeah, but he's did an they evil, break him e out? evil mastermind. All I could picture of him is him like, e. Well, <laughs> yeah, no, class. I think they know that he who he is. Oh, okay, and they, so let, him they let him out. But also, I think he could have broken out at any that. time. But the thing is, Shazam is the one that's keeping well, him. There was also a lot of shaking and rumbling that happened when the Seven, seven Deadly Sins came out. Yeah. Okay. So, but also, when they showed yeah. it, I was like, "What's I'm that?" Just, but also, I'm just going to pretend being defeated. He probably took that opportunity. Also, shout out to talk. Tawny the talking tiger, who is also his gold uh, thing that hold up his cape. Yeah. Oh, the tiger. And that's why the tiger is also awesome. on his backpack, and it's also the tiger. And if and you want to win at that balloon dart toss, uh, I'm going to give a shout out to my carny grandpa and my dad who grew up in a carnival. Never throw it straight, arch it so it falls down on the balloons, and you'll get two or three at a time. Anyway, oh. fun fact. There you Thank go. you, Shout wow. out. Go Thanks, ahead, Julie. On that, I feel complete. I feel, I feel complete. complete. I'm mm -hmm. still completing. Wow. Yeah, wow. All over it. Okay. That's the new. Wow. No. I should say well, my pants. Well, I'm just there you go. moving on. Thank you so much for listening. <laughs> Thank you for so much for watching. If you are on the YouTubes, um, if you would like to check us out more, you can check out our website, nerdon.tv. Uh, we have a newsletter there that you can sign up. We don't inundate your inbox. There's one a month. Just one. And it's a breakdown of what we're doing, uh, including updates with the company, updates with all the content that we've released in that. It's in fun, that month. guys. Yeah. It's Speaking fun. Of updates. We have a new show. New show coming coming at you. Um, it is called the Nerd On Update. And guess what? It has questions. It has a section that is devoted to questions. For you. We don't have you. questions. Yeah. We answer your questions. You're part of the you show. Can... All the nerd stuff that you care about, we answer here on the show. Even mm -hmm. what's which foot is your favorite? It's yeah. my left. That's my right. What do we think yeah. about the Joker okay, right. movie, all the speculation, all the stuff we yeah. don't talk about yeah. in normal episodes? We'll answer yeah. your questions. questions. Send them in to where? It'll be a weekly show, and you can uh, submit those questions to questions at nerdon.tv. Um, we That's also have questions. another podcast called Trope Time, hosted by our friends Izzy and Nikki. 
monthly podcast, first Monday of every month. Check it out. Um, but yeah, again, thank you so much for listening. If you would like to continue to support us even further, please rate and review. Uh, share it with your friends, your families, Smash your, like your enemies. It's you know, if you love it, share it with your friends and family. If you hate it, share, share it with your, your enemies. enemies. Yeah. But on that, you know the drill. As always, Nerd, nerd on! on. Ending broadcast.